It's time to hit In the Shop with Steve, Kurt, Brian, and Dan. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. In the Shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle on KGMI Newstalk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning. You're in the shop with the Auto Guys. I'm Kirk from Angler Automotive and here with Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. Another beautiful day. What in the world is going on? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I I don't mean to ruffle tail feathers, but it is Saturday morning, and um, I think I like global warming. If this if this weather <laughs> is what it's going to be for uh, you know about for us up here, you know, I I personally I think it's kind of awesome. And, uh, you know, I can feel the pain for the other people. Um, yeah. But this is pretty crazy. I've I've never, ever seen it this nice so far in my life. No, usually we're putting motorcycles away about now, and <laughs> it's perfect know, weekends to ride. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, everything's just mud by now, yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Then every once in a while we'll get a, I remember a Halloween about mm, 10 years ago, it was Almost 60 degrees that afternoon, evening. And that was spectacular. Um, but anyway, so hopefully yeah. the tomatoes will get ripe. Yeah. Didn't plant ours <laughs> until the end of July this year. So maybe that's why the weather's just hanging in there. It's open for your the tomatoes. Weather, Mother it's... Nature's helping get our tomatoes <laughs> ripe because we're so late planting. So anyway, um, welcome to the shop. Um this is a car car show. In case you're tuning in and wondering what's going on, <laughs> who's on the radio? Yeah, and um, so if you want to give us a call, our phone number is um, 360-676 KGMI. That's five four six four. It is, and I got that right. And uh, so we've got a number of things uh, here to chat about today and if anyone wants to call in and join in then absolutely please do um i um i guess it was kind of up to me for a change to actually come up with something you did i did i was impressed well thanks to one of my customers i'm not gonna share a name it's gonna be incognito i guess to rhyme with uh, or dependable uh, source. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, about a week or so, and maybe two weeks ago, uh, she brought in a owner's manual for a Ford, and um, it's kind of neat. It's like um, from 1919, owner's manual from Ford. It's crazy. And I would love to read the entire thing, which I probably could in the first half yeah. hour of the show. <laughs> probably couldn't before the first break. <laughs> un- unlike the modern owner's manual, which have gotten so big that they don't have enough paper to print them anymore. They Dan brought an article here. Well, tell they, them they tell put them, them in you your found. info center. <laughs> in the info center, you know the screen in the middle of your dashboard there, the TV. Yeah. Um, they put the entire owner's manual into that TV or in your you know, uh, driver information center, right? 
Yeah. The DIC. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And is it, am I correct in seeing the, oh, there's a pile of paper. It's going to save a pile of paper 18,000 feet or something compared, you know, if they had to print all these things. Well, yeah, I it reduces read the paper usage. Re- reduces the paper usage by 290 tons. 290 tons of paper is what it would take if, say, in 2019, the 219, 290 tons of paper were involved in uh, making that owner's manual. Yeah, stacked up. What you're reading is stacked up. It would be 18,000 feet. That is a lot of paper. That is a lot of reading, but that's you know Guess many many books. Why would they stack them up? <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, I, I mean, don't why would you climb here. a mountain, man? Because it's there. And, yeah, okay. uh, but it's a comparison thing. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. So that's a lot of information, and I, honestly, I wonder. I wonder, in fact, if anybody out there has ever read, well, your entire owner's manual of a vehicle from cover to cover. From cover to cover, I would love to know about that. And then I would say that I would offer a um, free oil service uh, out at Bellingham Automotive <laughs> if you've done it and you can recite it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Never a dull moment with you. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. It's been a while. Well, I'll so, tell you, stack that owner's manual, a bunch of those together, you still don't have a yeah, very tall pile. You might get as tall as the <laughs> Bellingham Towers or so. Yeah, exactly. It's a small thing. I read an article. I know I'm uh, this Saturday, if you want to call us up, 676-KGMI, and we'll talk about your car. Um, I uh, read an article years ago that um, it, I think it was the New York Times, I want to say, um, or it might have been the Wall Street Journal. And this is 25 years ago, 20, 25 years ago. But a Sunday edition of this paper, they claimed it took 10,000 trees to print a Sunday edition of either the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal. Is that crazy? It is. 10,000 trees. Have you looked at it? I don't know how big the trees were, but that's a lot of paper. Have you looked at a newspaper lately? Uh, no, no, I quit. I used to do the Bellingham Herald until I couldn't get the paper, well, at the time, boy, to quit running across my brand new freshly planted lawn with my, with his bicycle over and over. And finally I canceled the paper and it still took a couple of weeks for him to quit running across my lawn. So, so after all that, your, bushes. after all that, your answer is no. I just said, I don't <laughs> want to read the watch news anymore. I'm probably better off for it. Looks like um, we've got Dave on the uh, I think you got the number line. right. I, I think I did. <laughs> Dave, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. You're welcome. And my question is, is there a greater frequency of repair in hybrids as opposed to straight uh, internal combustion for the same model years. Are you talking, you're talking like a hybrid gas or diesel electric motor or vehicle versus uh, just a regular old gas? Because you've got two systems, so I'm wondering if things, you got more things to go wrong. You know, not necessarily. I honestly, I don't work on a lot of the hybrids personally. Um, I think you guys probably work quite on, a bit. On it. 
Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the plug. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, I mean, typically what you run into, I mean, the the gas engine's not getting the hours or miles on it like it does when it's or the hardware or the hardware. Yeah. So um, what you'll find, like when they first came out, you still had a lot of timing belts out there. And in a gas motor, you would see, you know, interval comes up at 90,000. You do the timing belt and things are leaking and worn and the belt is looking pretty ragged. On a, a conventional correct. vehicle. And yeah. in a hybrid, you're not going to see that. Um, right. That being said, there are things on a hybrid that you do have to take care of. There's fans that cool the battery in the back that... That system needs to be clean. So I don't know if I can say I, th- I think it's probably less maintenance, but n- not a lot. I mean, there's other maintenance to be done to it. Right. And I think that the uh, uh, what I've seen, you know, I mean, I do service, you know, hybrids, um, but I don't like stick motors and batteries and hybrids when they die. Um, but it just seems to me that the the hybrids it's you know starting out from a stop sign the the entire load isn't on the engine the, you've got the electric assist from the battery uh the braking um a lot of times the regenerative braking um is doing the the motor the well at that point the generator um is actually doing some braking for you so the right. brake so pads and the brake shoes and all that stuff lasts a lot longer um, you know, you still have fluids, though. You got to change your mm-hmm. oil, and you got to change your uh, coolant, and make sure you know, like Dan said, the the systems to keep the batteries, the hybrid batteries, alive and happy. You got to maintain those. But uh, so, does yeah. the uh, frequency of oil changes change? Um, no, I don't. Not really. No. Well, most of those cars are a five thousand mile synthetic oil change or seven. Or um, ten. I don't like ten, so oh. we don't talk about ten. But well, I I would like to talk about ten okay. here in the show. There's something I did want to bring up and I forgot, so I'm going to make a note right here. There you go. But yeah, those some of the main components that you see wear out on a normal gas running vehicle don't wear out as fast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Absolutely. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Thank you for. Actually got us on cars here. Yeah, talking about that was cars. Good. Got us in cars. Um, <laughs> so, um, is there anything else you want to know there, Dave? Or oh, did you cut Dave off? Well, Dave, if you weren't done, then call Sorry, us Dave. back and we'll talk some more. <laughs> Sorry, I pushed the wrong button again. One for the team. But hey, I watched a um, a show. I don't know a week or two ago. And uh, it was a mechanic show on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy was talking about um, he's tearing down an engine for a. Uh, it was a. It might have been a Mazda, might have been a Toyota, more modern vehicle, um, that uh, had about a hundred and fifteen thousand miles on it. It was a four cylinder engine, and uh, the motor was toast. The it was burning oil. The rings are plugged up. The thing was just junk. And, you know, it was going to cost a massive amount of money to tear this thing down and rebuild it. Um, But compared to buying a brand new car here in the last year or so, um, it's actually penciled out for these people to spend, like, I think it was like 12000 or 13000 bucks to put a motor in them. 
2017 Mazda or something like that, Toyota, whatever it was. Anyway, the thing that killed the engine was uh, um, infrequent oil changes, and the guy took it in every single time religiously for the 10,000-mile oil change. And, um, you know, I guess my point is is the, the guys like uh, – yeah, no, we don't recommend that. We recommend if it says 10, we say 5. And 5 is about as far as he was willing to go on an oil change. And the thing is, to keep your warranty going, it's something I never really thought about. They say, okay, let's say it's 7,500 miles on the maintenance schedule. you got to change the oil every 7,500 miles. Well, you got to do that. That's the maximum you can drive the car with the oil that's in it, 7,500 miles. They don't really recommend it. Right. But that's the maximum that you can go. You got to have it documented. So I thought you were going to differ with me on this. No. (laughs) And so I'm not at all. And, um, you know, so if you have a rig that says, I'm going with my shop now. If you got a rig, unless you're highway driving, you know, constantly highway driving, and I'm going to say, you know, 5,000 mile interval, I'm going to say, Four forty five hundred. The seventy five hundred mile interval, you know, five or six. Ten thousand, five or six. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna let my customers willingly tell my customers go ten thousand miles on an oil change anymore. Unless once again they're uh, huge oil capacities on the vehicles, you know, like ten, twelve quarts and or uh, it's primarily uh, highway miles. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break. You're in the shop. Give us a call, 360-676-5464. We'll be right back. DeWard and Bodie is celebrating their 76th anniversary sale with a weekend of special offers you won't want to miss. For a limited time, get exclusive double rebates up to $1,000 on select appliance pairs and packages. Plus, receive 10% of your purchase back on a DeWard and Bodie gift card up to $500. Then keep all the extra cash you'll save and pay no money down and no interest for up to two years on select appliances and up to six years on select mattresses. That's right. This weekend, combine all three offers for savings you can really celebrate on the largest in-stock selection of appliances, mattresses, and barbecues. Don't miss this chance to combine special cashback rebates, 10% of your purchase back, and no-interest financing offers only at DeWard & Bodie. Celebrate the savings during the 76th anniversary sale in Bellingham at the Meridian Showroom next to Marshall's at the Outlet Center on Hannigan Road in Burlington, a half block north of Costco, and online at DeWardAndBodie.com. Financing OAC offer qualifications apply. Want to save 25% on your utility bill guaranteed? Call Clean Air. They're the only local heating company to offer a 25% utility savings guarantee. Plus, when you install a new Lennox system with Clean Air, you'll make no payments until 2023 when you finance your new Lennox system for as little as $132 a month and receive up to $1,200 in rebates on the complete Ultimate Comfort System. Don't get stuck with another winter of high energy bills. Call cleanair.com. See dealer for details. My name is Marcus Virta, and I manage a small business here in Whatcom County called Western Solar. Every day I see firsthand the impact good jobs have on the lives of people. Sharon Shoemake is an economist and a mom who brings practical, real-life experience to the state Senate. I became an economist to help people. Now I'm running for state Senate to fix our broken housing market, create jobs, lower taxes on working people, and build an economy that works for everyone. 
paid for by People for Sharon, Democrat. The itsy bitsy spider crawled up the water spout. Down came the rain and washed that. That fur isn't itsy bitsy, Dad. Oh, don't worry, kiddo. It's just a story. No, Dad, that fur on the windowsill. The itsy bitsy spider is cute when it's only a nursery rhyme. But if your home has big, hairy, nasty spiders, don't panic. Call BioBug today. BioBug, service you trust, experience you expect. In Whatcom, Skagit, and Island counties and online at biobug.com. We don't have the usual traffic jams that they have in the big city, but sometimes things happen to snarl everything up. Depend on KGMI to keep you cruising to your destination with KGMI traffic alerts. We'll tell you where the trouble spots are. And if you see problems on the road, give us a call at 360-676-5464 so we can spread the word. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back to the shop. Here with the auto guys, Kirk from Angler Automotive and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. Yeah, this song here kind of made me flash back to when I had long hair. I could Did you say hair? Shake it around and... Just hair just, you in know, general? <laughs> just, you know, anyway, whatever. I see. So yeah. I want to get back to our conversation while we were waiting to come in the studio. <laughs> Which one was you, that? that? You was had the... 15 minutes. You ago. had an owner's manual to a 1990... Or ni- 1919. Ford. Yeah. And you were talking about if I were to buy a new weed eater yeah, or yeah. lawnmower or phone or, or anything, anything, really, what is the first thing I do? Yeah. Well, it wasn't open the manual and read it. It was yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> it and was take it out of the box and check it out. Well, you know, and I think that's part of um, being a man is that we just know these things, mechanical stuff. Oh, I don't right? know any of them. Huh? I still, I yeah, don't know but, any of them, but I. I but still, still, you, 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 yeah, you don't. You're not even. You're not even self-aware of the the fact that because you know the testosterone and all the whatever it is that makes us a man. But do you think or it's used to make us a man or whatever it is now? But you know, the was, old school man. Kind I was of thinking thing. about this. We know oh, as we were walking in. Uh, is it because that manual was so? So thick that I mean, you're I mean, intimidated you've seen by some it? of those. Well, and I just don't feel like I had time to read it all. I don't think anybody's got time to read it, <laughs> right? But if you did, but if I had that manual from 1919, I might actually look through the whole thing. Well, I'm actually, you know, I was going to actually read the whole thing. I mean, it's like, um, how many pages? Uh, 61 pages, 62 pages, but it looks and to me like most of that's illustrations. Well, that's all I'd be looking at anyway in this thing. But, um, you know, and this little manual is like, I'm going to say it's, uh, what's that, four and three quarters inches by maybe six and six and a half inches. And, uh, you know, quarter inch thick. Yeah. It's small enough print to where I'd whip out the old uh, glasses. glasses. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, you texted me some pages and I 
don't know how to use my new phone because I didn't read the manual. And, oh, really? Uh, I, I, I can only a, see them. I, <laughs> I can only my... see one of them. Oh, well, um, are you pretty good at reading? I, I wanted to read part of it. I'm going to read, yeah, just the forward part here. Um, it says, it is a significant fact that nearly all Ford drivers are driven by laymen, them, by owners who in the great majority of cases have little or no practical experience with things mechanical. The simplicity of the Ford car and the ease with it, the ease with which it operates renders an intimate knowledge of mechanical technicalities unnecessary for its operation. Okay. And the further fact that there are more than 20,000 Ford service stations distributed throughout the civilized world where adjustments and repairs may be had with no annoying delay. Yeah, I dropped out of high school. So, my, <laughs> you know, I really wasn't paying attention after eighth grade. So my reading sometimes is a little slow. Um, anyway, it gives uh, to Ford owners a singular freedom from mechanical annoyances which, which beset owners of Cars having limited service facilities and distribution. One of the things that I thought was this next um, paragraph, and there's so many he's in it. Um, but while it is not imperative, it is, however, altogether desirable that every Ford owner should thoroughly understand his car. With such knowledge at his command, he is always a master of the situation. He will maintain it. His car more economically prolong its usefulness, and he will also derive more pleasure from it. For it is a truism that the more one knows about a thing, the more one, the more one enjoys it. Crazy. That was nineteen nineteen. <laughs> and um, anyway, and then it says here important. It is most important that owners of Ford cars shall insist upon getting genuine Ford-made materials or parts when having repairs or replacements made. This will be assured when the car is taken to the authorized Ford agent. Imitation or bogus or counterfeit parts of inferior quality are being made and sold as Ford parts. Avoid their use by dealing with the authorized Ford agent. With that... We're going to take Let a break. That sink in. You're in the auto shop with the auto guys. <laughs> As a police officer for 25 years, Tasha Dykstra Thompson was a voice for those someone tried to silence. As our representative, Tasha will once again be a voice for those who've been ignored because Olympia is ignoring our students who've fallen behind. They don't care that their extreme policies have made things less safe and less affordable. But Tasha is different. With Tasha Dykstra Thompson, we will finally have a representative who will fight for us. I'm Tasha Dykstra Thompson. Families in our community should be able to afford a home here, but government regulations can add up to $50,000 to the price of an average home. And property taxes keep going up, even if your income goes down. My plan calls for cuts to property taxes and reducing regulations that add to the cost of a home. Read my plan at Tasha.com. That's T-A-W-S-H-A dot com. Paid for by friends of Tasha Dykstra. 
Men over 45, do you have a frequent urgent need to urinate or a weak flow? Do you suffer from an enlarged prostate or BPH? Want to learn about alternatives to BPH medication and major surgery? How? The Urolift system. The Urolift system is an in-office, minimally invasive procedure. It reopens the channel with no cutting and provides rapid symptom relief with no new sustained erectile or ejaculatory dysfunction as shown in a clinical study. Call Bellingham Urology Group about the Urolift system today at 360-714-3400. Most common side effects are temporary and can include discomfort when urinating, urgency, inability to control the urge, pelvic pain, and some blood in the urine. Rare side effects, including bleeding and infection, may lead to a serious outcome and may require intervention. For more information, call Bellingham Urology Group, located in Bellingham, or their new office in Mount Vernon at 360-714-3400 and online at bellinghamurologygroup.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. A properly operating furnace will guarantee that you stay comfortable as the seasons change. Contact West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electric for a system inspection today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. CBS News Brief. At their final public hearing... The January 6th committee voting to subpoena the former president, who responded in a rambling 14-page letter, never saying whether he'd comply. CBS's Scott McFarlane. Herschel Walker and Senator Raphael Warnock faced off in Savannah, Georgia last night for their one and only debate ahead of the midterms. Our Nicole Killian with details. Warnock's team says the incumbent is drawing a clear contrast with his opponent and calls him out of step. A Walker aide tells CBS News the former football star is focused on the issues. Early voting in Georgia starts next week. A federal judge ruled DACA can continue for now, but no new applicants can apply. Since the summer of 2021, DACA has been closed to new first-time applicants, but immigrants already enrolled have been able to renew their protections from deportation. That's CBS's immigration reporter Camilo Montoya-Galvez. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacey Lynn. Yeah. You don't know this song. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Welcome back to the shop. You're here with the Auto Guys. I'm Kirk from Angler Automotive and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. And, um, you know, if you do want to give us a call, you can at uh, 360-676-KGMI. That's 360-676-5464. And um, for the break, I was kind of rambling on about this owner's manual thing, but... Uh, um, I there it is pretty interesting, and um, it is. just the simple. Well, it's 
so simple, but you really need to be involved with making your car work and run, period. Right. There's a lot of technical in that, showing you how to fix things. There is. There is. I have. I was comparing that to something new. There's, there's nothing. Oh, I know. I know. This manual is, uh, I mean, it's a fraction of the manual if you were to get one with your phone. I mean, anyway. Um, but I wanted to cut, you know, touch on a couple of things. Uh, when um, the lady dropped this by the shop the other day, I kind of flipped it open, and, and the first thing I came to uh, was uh, uh, the thing, the car and its operation. And the question, what must be done before starting the car? And it says, answer number one. Okay. Um, it says, before trying to start the car, fill the radiator, and then in parentheses, by re- removing cap at top. So fill the radiator with clean, fresh water. If perfectly clean water cannot be obtained, it is advisable to strain it through muslin, M-U-S-L-I-N, muslin. It's some kind of a cloth or other similar material to prevent foreign matter from getting in and obstructing the small tubes of the radiator. The, the system will hold approximately three gallons. And it talks about... It's important that you don't run the car until um, under its own power unless the water circulating system has been filled. Pour the water in until you are sure that both the radiator and the cylinder water jackets are full. The water will run out of the overflow pipe onto the ground when the entire water system is properly filled. During the first few days that the new car is being driven, it is a good plan to examine the radiator frequently and see that it is kept properly filled. The water supply should be replenished as often as may be found necessary. Soft rainwater, when it is to be had in a clean state, is superior to hard water, which may contain alkalis and other salts, which tend to deposit sediment and clog the radiator. See chapter on cooling system. Um, but I, I thought that was pretty interesting, you know, that, you know, and I always tell people, you know, check the coolant in your radiator, you know, once a week or once every couple of weeks, you know. Not, not before you start it every time? Before you start the car. Yeah. Not every time, <laughs> but before you start the car, pop the radiator cap off the radiator if you have one on the radiator. Right. Um, some of them just, you know, have a cap on the radiator and then you got one on the recovery tank. Um, you want If you have a recovery tank, radiator cap, both. You always want to check once in a while in the radiator because the tank might be full for the recovery, but the radiator may not have any coolant. Right. But to do that every single time. And what I love about it is that, well, you know, if you don't have clean, fresh water, well, you know, mud puddle water, you know, the stream, wherever you're at, um, I'm surprised they didn't say anything about don't put salt water in there, like if you live out by the ocean or something. But I do appreciate the fact, even back in the early you know, 1900s, that they realized that um, tap water or groundwater does right. have alkalis. And to suggest using rainwater, um, that it's going to be more pure than what may be coming out of the ground. But, you know, you look back. In the industrial age, when all the pollution was in the air, and that's before they realized, you know, yeah, smog and 
oxides and nitrogen and all this other stuff and the sulfur in the air, you know, that's pretty tough too. Probably didn't want to drink the rainwater back in 1920 compared to now, but now they're saying you shouldn't even drink the rainwater now, period. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> What do you say about that, Dan? I think it's crazy. That's a that's a crazy manual. I was, I, you know, you you can't help but compare now and now and then when you see that nineteen nineteen. Yeah. I mean, now I can hardly even picture anybody opening their radiator. It just doesn't happen. Or the hood. Or the hood. The hood. Yeah. Do you ever? I've got a, a sometimes um, when somebody brings their car into the shop, you know, they're they're losing oil. Or yeah, we you know, or something. Yeah, my oil's low. Or maybe they don't know their oil's low, and they bring it in for an oil change. And I'm like, you know, you're two and a half quarts low of oil. Oh, that's weird. How can that be? I'm like, well, do you check it? Well, yeah, it's never been low before. So I'll say, why don't you go ahead and pop the hood? Let me take. I'll show you how to check it. Right? And they can't even figure out how to open the hood. Mm-hmm. You know, they're fumbling around. And after about 15, 20, 30 seconds, I'm like. I don't say anything. I just know, okay, they're not checking the oil. So, right. yeah, this thing went 5,000 miles without, you know, well, it, top it, off. Yeah, the oil goes back to what we were talking about with the 10,000-mile oil change. Yeah. I mean, that, it doesn't mean your car doesn't use oil in that in that time. I mean, they're playing the odds. They are. They yeah. are. And, you know, that 10,000-mile oil change is minimum to get that thing past the warranty Correct. thing. And then once you pass the warranty, well, you know, you can do whatever you want. So looks like we need to take a break. Give us a call, 676-5464. You're in the shop with the auto guys. My first lesson in hard work came from my dad. A union pipe fitter, he started his own business out of our garage when I was five years old. He didn't go to a four-year college, but was able to support his family because he worked hard and because he had a great education through an apprenticeship. I'm Joe Timmons. And I'm running for the legislature because I believe everyone deserves the opportunity to succeed in our community. Before students leave high school, they should have enough career and technical education to access living wage jobs without having to go to a four-year college. Costs are rising, and families are struggling to afford food, gas, and housing. My own family's rent went up 35% last year right here in Whatcom County. Healthcare costs are also way too high. That's why I want to work with both parties to lower costs for Washington families especially those high prices for prescription drugs. I'm the only pro-choice candidate in this race, and I am proud to be endorsed by Planned Parenthood. Women, not politicians, should make their own health care decisions. I'm Joe Timmons, and I ask for your vote. Paid for by Vote Joe Timmons Democrat. Generosity pays, and West Edge Credit Union wants to encourage a little generosity. Now through the end of the year, receive an extra quarter point discount off your interest rate on any car, truck, or motorcycle loan from West Edge, and no payments for 90 days when you donate $25 to a local charity. Now that's a win-win. Offer valid through December 31st on approved credit. See West Edge for details. West Edge Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, on the corner of James and Alabama. Online at westedgecu.org. I spent a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. And in 09, it was sparks from me, your chains, dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires.
Welcome back to the shop. We're here with the Auto Guys. I'm Kirk from Angler Automotive and down from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. And uh, we still have some time to um, take some calls. If anyone wants to give us a ring at 360-676-5464. Up here at KGMI 790 News Talk Radio. <laughs> um, you know, on this, uh, Dan brought a cool uh, little article here about comparing um, modern vehicles to some of the Apollo stuff, which I love Apollo, you know, the space stuff, in case you're too young to know what that is. Um, but, you know, I, you look at the simplicity, this, um, well, I'll hold it up to the microphone, but, you know, the car in operation, what must be done before you start the car? What about gasoline? Uh, they talk about... You know, gasoline, uh, you know, it's kind of flammable. You want to, there was, you don't just stick the nozzle in. You put the nozzle in and you open a little petcock and you let the air bleed out and all that. Oiling system, it goes into that. How are the spark and the throttle levers controlled, right? Or used, not controlled. I mean, you literally have to, obviously, the, the throttle, that's going to be, I think that's on the steering column, I do believe. Dan, you got the picture. Please we'll uh, look yep, at the throttle picture. lever. That is where the shift lever would be on an automatic vehicle with a uh, shifter on the on the steering column there. Yep. So, you know, you go to put it into drive, what, you know, let's say you flash back from 2022 to 1920, and you get your car going miraculously without knocking your teeth out from the hand cranker on the front, and you go to take off and basically you pull back on that throttle lever, thinking that it's going to put you under drive, but you just wide open throttle that thing. You know who would be good at driving this is guys that drive big tractors. I mean, a lot of this is tra- oh, yeah. tractor-like. Yeah, it is. It is. And... um you know, where should the levers be when the start the engine? What else is necessary before you start the engine? How is the engine started? Apparently, they had uh, some automatic uh, starters back then, um, but the old-fashioned way was literally the hand crank on the, the front of the motor there, and it goes into quite detail, and, um, you know, it, they talk about... Uh, be sure to, the spark lever is retarded when spinning or cranking the engine against compression. Other, other occasionally a sudden backfire may injure the arm of the operator. You know, and so I would imagine you know um, people didn't you know probably lost some teeth, maybe an eyeball or two, tore an ear off, you know, broke a couple fingers, arms, you know, God knows what. With that handle when when you're not doing it quite right, but uh, yeah, how's the engine started in cold weather? Uh, how do the foot pedals operate? Uh, how's the car stopped? How's the spark controlled? How's the speed controlled? How do you reverse the car? The spark control is on the same button as the horn. Is it really? Yeah. Well, that's a handy place for it. <laughs> So, um, anyway, and then the rest of the book goes, you know, valve arrangements, valve timing, um, just lots of things like that. And basically, I think if a person was to read up on this thing enough in this manual, which I intend on doing, um, probably rebuild the engine. 
the rear differential, uh, that's a real complex thing. You know, it's kind of like an erector set, little gear thing. You got mm-hmm. one gear and one gear, and it's done, you know. so. But Dan's got a really cool article about... Um, well, kind of the opposite. I mean, just where we're at today compared yeah. to where we were then. Did yeah. You have a- well, we do have a call here from Bill. Uh, Bill, good morning. Thanks for calling in. How can we help? Hey, uh, I had a manual for a Model T, and I gave it to my son years ago, but in the very front of that uh, manual, uh, there was a declaration by the Ford company that they couldn't find a speedometer that was accurate, so they never put a speedometer in that particular model. In which one? It was a Model T. Really? Yeah, but I don't remember what year, you know. They did make those more than one year you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, that's so interesting. I think it was just for that particular year. Yeah. Well, and it, but there was only, that uh, manual was only about 15 pages, you know, and there wasn't a heck of a lot to it. Well, this one's interesting. like a novel compared to that. <laughs> well, you know, and I wonder if, the, you know, because the, the first model, was a, was it a Model A came out first and then the Model T? Was, I think so. Is that... And that would kind of make sense that, you know, after going through the A model, you know, people were kind of knowledgeable about how to do your car and how to start your car and all this other stuff. So right, you didn't, yeah, didn't yeah. have to go into as much detail. Yeah, right. You know, keep but from, it did, you know, mention, you know, to check with the high hybrids and right. the water level and the radiator and, you know, the oil now and then. But like I say, it wasn't very much to the actual manual. Hmm. But it was really interesting that, you know, they couldn't find a speedometer, so they didn't bother to put one in. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> nowadays not too many people pay attention to that thing anyway. So. <laughs> you know, I noticed that. Come back <laughs> around full they circle. They don't pay attention too much to the muffler noise on cars today either. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's encouraged. <laughs> huh? It's encouraged these days. <laughs> That's what I don't understand. You know, it used to be that they, you know, frowned on that. And the police would arrest you for a noisy car. Too many decibels. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Then they, you know, uh, add the decimals and then speed down the road to make it more noisy. Exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, Bill, thanks for the the call in there. It looks like uh, getting a signal. We've got to take another little break. Okay, but, um, appreciate night. you calling in and have a yeah, great weekend. Enjoy your program. Thank, <laughs> Thank you very you. much. Okay. In, in the shop right. with the auto guys. We'll be right back. My name is Monica Mahal, and I'm a pediatrician here in Whatcom County. I'm one of over 100 local nurses and doctors voting yes for Whatcom Kids. A child's brain develops most dramatically during the first five years. The Children's Fund on our ballots expands childcare options and supports kids and families of all backgrounds, including our most vulnerable. So join me and vote yes for Prop 5, the Children's Fund. Paid for by Yes for Whatcom Kids, top five donors, Chuckanut Health Foundation, Children's Funding Accelerator, Lydia Place, Patty Emhoff, and Imco Construction. 
The City of Bellingham and their partner agencies are committed to protecting mobility for all on our city streets. This fall, please make a commitment to avoid distracted driving and travel with care to protect the students, pedestrians, and cyclists that are sharing the streets with you. Three feet, a few seconds, an extra glance. From those of us on bikes, thank you. Every time you watch out for us, wait until it's safe to pass, and leave enough room, we notice. Our bright clothes and blinking lights can only do so much. We depend on safe drivers like you when we share the road together. You make Bellingham even better when you travel with care. Learn more about Bellingham's Travel with Care campaign by visiting the City of Bellingham online at cob.org and search for Protecting Mobility for All. Together with your help, we can keep everyone on our city streets safe. KPUG is the sports leader, bringing you complete coverage of the Seahawks, Mariners, Huskies, and our high school athletes. We put you in the stands of the biggest games, including the Super Bowl, the World Series, March Madness, and state championships. Plus, KPUG features the best in sports analysis and entertainment. From Dan Patrick and Jim Rome to Mike Greenberg and our own Mark Skolton. If it's happening in sports, it's on. KPUG 1170, 97.9 FM, KPUG1170.com. Welcome back to the shop. You're here with the Auto Guys. I'm Kirk from Angler Automotive and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. And you know, we touched a little bit. I would love to do an entire show on on this uh, Ford manual. Uh, really, <laughs> spend some time, and you know, we'll go through it and rebuild a old Model T or whatever that well, was. You study but, those sixty-one pages, and we can do yeah, that next time. There you go. <laughs> so, um, but you brought a kind of a neat article about. Um, well, you just introduced. Well, it's just talking about. Here. It's just talking about the new age cars. I mean the. You know the technology; they're they're safer, they're more fuel efficient than ever, but it leads to more computers. And if you consider that there's more computing power power on a typical new car than there was on the Apollo Eleven spaceship when it went to the moon, yeah, I know, isn't that crazy? Yeah, the average car has thirty to fifty different computers, and high end cars often have as many as a hundred. They're accompanied by the software too. The Apollo Eleven mission had. 145,000 lines of code, but today's cars have more than 100 million. That is insane. That is just crazy. And you fix these things. Yeah, (laughs) I know. How'd that really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I remember, um, you know, watching the, well, Neil and was it Buzz? Mm -hmm. Jumped out there on the moon and ran around. But um, documentaries of when they were coming up there to, you know, land the lunar lander module or whatever mm-hmm. it was um, on the moon. And uh, they had a Code 12, I think it was, uh, popped up on their computer. And basically their computers were overloaded, their guidance computers and everything like that. And apparently uh, they had to fly that thing down to the moon by hand. Um, you know, land it, yeah. and they were thinking, oh, you know, should we do it, should we not? And, you know, and all the engineers and the computer techs and everybody, they're, you know, wondering what's going on, what's going on, should we abort, should we land? And they're like, yeah, you know, let's just go ahead and land it. You know, and then they realized that, yeah, the computer was just a little overloaded. You know, 
trying to figure out where it was. Yeah. You know? exactly. <laughs> I mean, and um, so, and when I remember watching this um, thing where, uh, you know, the, all these code, and then the code pops up, and you got all these engineers and electronic and computer guys. I mean, they're whipping out the big books, flipping through pages, trying mm-hmm. to figure out, literally flipping through pages frantically, trying to find an answer to why this thing, you got 18 seconds of fuel left. You know, you're going to land that thing or you're going to head back up to the thing. So, um, but yeah. No, it's it's crazy what these computers are doing. I mean, it, so you pick a car that has 50 computers. I mean, what's that controlling? So it's it's fuel injection rate, ignition, throttle, timing, emissions, cooling, and then you start throwing in all the other new, new, <laughs> but not new, um, anti-lock brakes, traction control, stability control, airbags, windshield wipers, steering, headlamps, lane yep, steering, and then you jump into your navigation, your music system, mobile phone. Um, you know, it's it's overwhelming. And, you know, the windshield wipers, I remember, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years ago, I had a, I don't know if it was an old Ford Ranger or Mazda, some kind of a vehicle. Um, the windshield wipers weren't working. I had to buy a new module, right, mm-hmm. for the windshield wipers. Yep. It was like 450 bucks for this silly little module thing to make your windshield wipers work, and it's crazy. And the nutty thing about it is, is on the... On a modern vehicle, you know, you got 50 computers, maybe more. They're all talking to each other, you know? They're all having their day. Everything's got to be hunky-dory. Everyone's got to get along, hold hold hands, think pure thoughts, or your car's not going to run right. And you, you, you might have a problem with your, you know, your info system, and that might be knocking off three miles a gallon off your off your. Uh, Mileage, if oh, things dear. are hosed up in such a way. Oh, another little, I another YouTube video I watched about um, weird parasitic drains or weird drivability problems. And I, I think I, I felt that I've come across this a couple times where, like, uh, progressive, you get your little myelometer and cram it into your uh, diagnostic connector, and then they track you and see if, you know, how good or bad of a driver you are and adjust your rates and all that stuff for you. Um, but I've, I've had issues, a couple of cars that um, by disconnecting those little things you plug in there, you want to check your mileage or read your codes and right. rooms, um, are affecting the way the car is running. And um, this other thing, uh, the guy was talking about your power outlets, you know, and you plug your uh, cell phone and your laptop and your this and your that and all this other stuff. Um, if you're going to be plugging in those units, um, don't go to the gas station and buy the one for six ninety nine. Buy a good quality one because all that stuff and that load on that system of mm-hmm. that power outlet can actually cause drivability issues. So. It's like using weak jumper cables. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for hanging in there with us. You've been in the shop with the auto guys. I'm Kirk from Angler Automotive, Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. Have a fantastic sunny weekend.